Welcome to Commercial Real Estate Investing. I'm Tim Diesel. And today I want to talk about the reduction in LTVs. Loan to values are going down. And I didn't really think it would happen this quickly. So you can always check us out online, www.dieselcommercial.com. And up there I post all kinds of information. I haven't got an article out this month, but I will. And if you want to reach out to me, you also can there pretty easily. I'm I'm pretty easily accessible, not that difficult, but you can get a hold of me if you tried. So uh, a client of mine about a week ago, we were trying to get financing for a multifamily property that he was looking at. And it wasn't a great, fantastic deal, but it was okay. And it was, um, it was fairly decent. I mean, um, the guy wanted to get out of it And the issue we had, the bank came back to us and said, look, we're only doing 60% LTV, but because of the cash flow and the way this thing debt covers, we'll do 65%. And at first I thought, well, maybe this is just one bank. And I advised him, hey, listen, why don't you call a couple more and I'll try a few more. Well, the best that I could find was 70%. And they really wanted super strong cash flows. The debt coverage had to be um, better than 1.20. I mean, it really had to be strong. So it's, it was quickly became apparent to me that the I recorded something for you guys in April. I think it was mid-April or late April. And I had said, listen, the banks are reducing credit lines keep your eyes open because I kind of see something happening here. Well, we're not even, it hasn't even been two months probably. And I can look it up and I can get the exact date. Hasn't been two months yet. And they are, there's great rates. Okay. That's fantastic. Yeah. Your interest rates are going to be great. The problem is qualification. How easy is it to qualify for these loans? Well, Maybe it's a little easy with 35, 40% down. Well, the problem now is twofold. If you're a buyer, and let's use easy math here, you're buying a million dollar property. Beginning of the year, I saw banks at 80 and I think I saw 85% on multifamily transactions now. On retail, I did see with good lease tenants, I do see 80% every once in a while. Not recently, though. Now, this is the beginning of January, beginning of the year. Um, And what I'm noticing now is if you're a buyer and you're trying to buy a million-dollar property, so you're going to have to come to the table with $300,000 as opposed to $200,000. Now, $300,000 is is kind of best case, right? The average we found, and I think we contacted seven banks – uh, between the two of us, and we were getting 60, 65%. So realistically, you're going to need $400,000 down. Um, and that's a problem because you're, you're obviously, you're putting more cash up and tying up more cash so you can do less deals. Your CapEx is going to be reduced. So that that's not very, very attractive. Here's the thing that's concerning me. If you're a guy who bought a property or gal, Rob bought a property, maybe 2017, 18, 16, somewhere in that range. You bought the property for a million dollars. Let's use easy numbers. And now maybe you did, um, 
I don't know, you raised rents, you cleaned up the property a little bit. And we're talking about multifamily here for a quick second. Um, but actually, it could apply to any asset class. And your million-dollar property, you got the value up to $2 million, right? You did a great job. You doubled it. Well, the problem is if you were doing such a great job maybe a year ago and you wanted to refinance the property, well, 80%, um, maybe 75%. I don't know if you, would, if you were able to get a, a full 80. I think it was still 75%. So um, let's say numbers were great, economy was there, and let's just, for argument's sake, say you could squeeze out $1.6 million out of a $2 million um, uh, value, right? So everything lined up right. Well, now... 60, 65%, you're at 1.2 million. You're probably down there to 1.3. So the issue that I'm, I'm sure we're going to start seeing, all of us, is a lot of these investors, a lot of these um, groups, buyers, syndication, head funds, whatever you want to call them, when they go back to refinance their property, if they got in real light, I think they're going to have a tough time refinancing and cashing everyone out. Now, I don't know what, what the agreements are, obviously, right, per, per group, per member. Um, but I know that's going, to be, that's going to be really tough. And banks, typically, uh, they like, they go off of cash flow. And I know, and I'm going to name drop here, CBRE, Marcus Millichap, Franklin Street, all these big guys who think pro formas are the thing and they use uh, the gross rent multiplier. Yeah, okay, let's go back to reality for a second. Banks only care about what the property is making, right? They're going to ask you for what the tax returns were. They're not going to ask you for what do you think it's going to do a year from now. So, and you can go back and forth with these guys, but I'm telling you pro forma means nothing. Don't waste your time with it. What we're getting at here is if you don't have a stable property, it's going to make it difficult for you to finance that property. And you're going to start to see it slow. I, I, and I kind of, I'm seeing it a little slow right now. You're going to start to see properties on the market longer. Maybe they'll get tied up under contract. Maybe they'll fall out. Then you're going to start seeing a few more come on. And then when um, they lift the ban and they let everyone get evicted, Maybe you're going to start to see more uh, vacancies, um, and, and it's going to be a slow, uh, slow move. Now there might be a this whole second wave, second round. I think there's going to be more stimulus. That's for sure. They're going to have to give get more money out there. Um, that's also not very good. It's going to be a problem for for a lot of people because it's most of the clientele is really not saving up all that money and paying rent. I mean, I've looked at a lot of rent rolls. Uh, I can't tell you how many. I looked at a lot of um, income and expense statements. In the last couple months, everybody says, yeah, they're collecting, they're collecting. But if you really scrutinize these numbers, they're collecting in May what they should have gotten in April. And they're collecting in June what they should have gotten in May. Well, I understand June's not over yet, but they're going to collect in July. And what's going to happen when the unemployment runs out? So I, all I'm saying is be very careful 
don't over, I, I, you probably shouldn't have over leveraged your property. If you did, there's nothing you can do about it right now. I understand. Um, start looking for ways to increase your income and stabilize your uh, tenants, your, your property, whatever you have. If you have a retail property, it might be a little tougher. You may have to reach out to me and I, or I can do another uh, episode for retail specifically. But if you have an apartment building and if it's a small one, if you're in the 20 unit range, I don't think it's going to be uh, total chaos for you. Now, if you have a C property and it's 100 units, you might experience a little bit of a, a shift there. So I haven't seen a whole lot of movement in class A properties uh, just because most of them uh, had pretty high income jobs. They had savings. And that's not to say they're not going to uh, you know, fall down in the next couple of months. I, I'm definitely not saying that. I'm just saying I haven't seen any immediate impact. The properties that I've seen the most trouble with are the ones that everyone's been buying, me included, in the last couple of years. Uh, the the C, the B properties, the factory workers as tenants. And, and those are the tenants we all love, right? We all looked for jobs. We all look for properties in prime locations where jobs are. Well, a lot of those jobs are going away now. So um, it it's kind of, you know, you, if you have your, if you have a property and some of your tenants, if you look at their pay stubs and they have, uh, you know, their, um, their service job or they have some kind of restaurant serving job. Well, what happens when all those jobs are gone, right? They got to find something else. A lot of them had two, three jobs and now they've lost one or two. It's going to be really tough to pay those rents. And what have we done uh, pretty much across the country in the last couple of years? We've increased rents a lot, right? Been a big apartment building, huge apartment cycles. And um, it, it's been a little bit of uh uh, it, it kind of happened relatively quickly, right? It, it hasn't even been 10 years. It's, it happened really quickly. Um, and what I'm going to do is actually talk about the, um, uh, how that's changing probably, probably next month. Give it a little bit and let you guys know what I've seen and what I think happened. So if you are planning on refinancing your property, I would definitely ask the bank, Hey, um, do you have any, is anything going to change soon? I've asked this question and I've had a few bankers tell me maybe in the next 30 to 60 days, they might change it up a little bit. I'm not really sure. Uh, it does depend on, obviously they're not the ones who make the call, but really keep your eyes on that. Once financing gets tough and, and I've been, uh, very vocal with this, once you cannot get financing on commercial properties, and we experienced this in 2010. I'm, I'm very surprised a lot of people forget about that. The value really drops. It drops dramatically, dramatically. Nobody wants to pay all cash for a four cap. That, that's not happening. And um, so you want to be very, very careful. And I also did mention the good deals are coming. And the good deals are coming not because someone else is going to lose. A lot of these guys have non-recourse financing. So they just walk away. Um, but uh, try to be careful. Try to talk to your tenants now. Really make the best of it. I put up videos on YouTube not related to the podcast. Obviously, I want to give you guys new information as much as possible. Check that out if you can. Reach out to me. I'm on all the platforms. 
however you want to get your question out there. Uh, if it's LinkedIn, Twitter, whatever it is, I'll definitely help you out. I'll definitely answer you. Go to my website, www.timdiesel.com. You can reach me on there too. Plenty of ways um, to get a hold of me and get your uh, questions answered. I love answering them. Thank you guys so much. I hope this was helpful.